Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. It's Christopher and my good friend over there here for some fun. It's Roy. Hi Jinx. Hi Jinx. Fun and high uh, Jinx. How, how are you doing today, uh, Christopher? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling grand, mate. Um, my sort of upstairs is nearly getting to the point where I've painted all the walls, done all the skirts and everything. So calm. There's a bit of calm on the horizon come christmas anyway so i'm actually quite quite good um tell me, about, you, tell me about your downstairs don't want to tell you about my downstairs bits <laughs> at the moment i've got 1600 pounds of rising damp to deal with so oh, right. yeah so yeah that's uh well and what we always know my undercarriage is rotten so yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh dear you good um yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. Been uh, had a had an all right week, really. Just kind of ticking along. Like, yeah, nothing to report, really. Um, yeah, I'm 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 out and about tonight, but we'll get on to that because okay. it features it features in me uh, in one of me five. Oh, so, yeah, like it. So uh, today's five was chosen a while back um, by one of our. Uh, long-time patrons and friends, uh, Simon uh, Lovell. Uh, so yes, yes. Thank you, mate. Thank you. I hope you are well. Top five moments where you thought, I want to be that person. That's a great one, isn't it? That, um, it, is. it is. I tend to get it a lot as I walk past the uh, hallway mirror. But before we go into our top five, I Do you reckon anyone's ever looked at you and thought, I wish I was that guy? Mate, all the time. I see it. I see it all the time, mate. It's a bit embarrassing, really. But I've learned how to um, be um, magnanimous and benevolent. And can you throw in another word I don't understand? Um, modest about it. Um, yes, yeah, so quite a lot. But before we go any further, I just want to say that actually, one of our other uh, listeners, Katie Parker, actually messaged me the other day. Oh, she said, messaged me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, that, so if you're a listener of this podcast, um, they're all getting together at um, 27th of November from 3pm in Colours at Hoxton. In, uh, so Colours is a bar in Hoxton in East London. And yeah, a lot of our... Shows, yeah, it? exactly. A lot of our listeners are going to be getting together there on the 27th of November. I can't make it. Because I'm definitely not going. No, no. I mean, like, um, I've got to think of an excuse live now. Uh, uh, why can't I make it? Um, because you're having your uh your cock fixed. <laughs> I mean, there is a chance 
there is a small chance that happens. My, um, for people who've only started listening to Hardcore Listing, there's an ongoing thing about me and my requirements to need a circumcision. And uh, it looks like it's all going ahead. And uh, but my uh, my uh, I'm getting it done by this doctor in London. And I Why didn't am wanna, I picturing a doctor from The Simpsons? And I, I didn't want to I didn't want to move my doctors to Margate until I'd had it done because I didn't want them putting me to the back of the queue or whatever. Mm. Um, but then all my letters are going back to London. So uh, my girlfriend's mum had to uh, open a, um, the the last update about my penis. So uh, <laughs> she's read all about my issues with my foreskin. To send pictures of it to me. I could have got her to forward it on, but I thought it might be a date for the uh, appointments. I, I wanted to like know as soon as possible. I didn't want to get lost in the post. So now my girlfriend's mum knows as much as the listeners, really. Well, uh, new listeners, um, when we're not talking about uh, Chrissy's Ding Dong, um, we like to pick a subject or get one of you lot to pick a subject and count down the top five within that. Um, by all means, at any given point, we're on all the social media platforms. Drop us a message of a top five you'd like to hear us do because we're always looking for ideas because we're not that bright. There's three <laughs> people that are very bright and they're our sponsors. So let's go and uh, have a little word from them. Bangboomcreative.com. That's where you need to go for the very best in film and photography work. Yes, yes. Luke and his team over at Bang Boom have been proud sponsors of ours for a few years now, and we can tell you two things about them. One, their stuff is bloody excellent. They've produced content for the smallest charities to the biggest commercial brands, and it's always bang on. Yeah, it works. We've seen Luke deliver an epic cinema advert for Pip, amazing photo shoots for the Two Girls One Shot podcast, made the girls look incredible, and of course he's done loads of great stuff for us, great visuals, loads on Instagram. The one he did of me as an Ewok was proper good and secondly well they're just bloody nice people uh lovely to work with lots of companies can kind of take pictures and film something but not everyone can do it with the sort of passion and and just ruddy kindness that sets luke and bang boom apart from all the others so if you need some great visuals from a truly excellent company please go check out bangboomcreative.com proud sponsors of the hardcore listing podcast The world can seem like a strange and sometimes dangerous place, but with Summer Academy helping you with your martial arts training, you'll always feel safe. Dangerous loners are everywhere and usually come across as friendly members of your community. They can be simply doing DIY during the day and podcasting at night. The dangerous loner. They could also be running a well-known nightclub at the same time. Their cloven hoof is scraping behind you. Wrenchy's Simon James has been training karate for over 32 years and teaching for 28. He knows through first-hand experience that martial arts can give you the stress release you've been looking for, as well as teaching life lessons and fitness, and of course, more importantly, peace. At Sama, we teach karate, kickboxing, tai chi, and MMA to all ages, from children as young as four-year-olds to the very elderly, even Shu. Rude. Uh, They can cater for all your needs, from just general fitness uh, or a new hobby right the way through to a career in teaching martial arts. They run corporate training days for companies to have team building exercises as well as local self-defence classes. They even teach a parent and baby self-defence course. That's defence whilst carrying your child, not defence against maniac murder babies. There is absolutely no defence against them. Be aware of that. Chris, where can people find out more about the Sama Academy? Yes, you can find out everything you need over at sama-academy.co.uk. That's S-A-M-A-academy.co.uk. And maybe you'll become a black belt just like me. Hardcore 
uh, hello, this is uh, Chiles, um, Chaz from Love Beer. Uh, and, and I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor uh, Hardcore Listening and what, what love-beer.co.uk does. Uh, I am a fully certified by the British Beer and Pubs Association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars. I have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like Facebook and HelloFresh. I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs. We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, why I'm here... Have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3 that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown? The 3 Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. There we have it. There we have it. Our lovely sponsors. Um, yes. Yeah, so if you fancy going to go into that, uh, let Katie Parker know about our um, gathering. Me and Shu, obviously, we won't be there. We won't mix with the riffraff. We just talk Jesus. at the riffraff. And the ones that are going are, are, are predominantly patrons, if not all patrons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you want to go, become a Patreon. Be part of the actual gang. Don't yeah. just fucking turn up on the peripheries trying to get involved with the yeah. real hardcore. Yeah. They're the elite. They're the yeah. top-level yeah. premier yeah. dangerous loners. Yeah. Don't start rocking up there being all normal and that. You need to be a bit broken. Subscribe, subscribe, gang. or else when they all start mixing fluids, you won't be able to allow to join in on that bit. Why'd you take it there? I don't know, really. Um, right, but okay. yeah, how lovely! Like that—that's yeah, you know, so cool. that's that's one of the real good things about Patreon is like it's actually forged a little friendship group. You know, mm. it's great. Like when we do the little Zoom hangouts, which we need to book one up. Um, everybody hangs out and chats and like and yeah, and now everyone's meeting up and, and going out. So it's lovely. So um, yeah, one of the the real Fucking nice wicked. kind of things that has come from. Me and you talking bollocks. Absolute we talk some bollocks. More bollocks. Let's talk some bollocks. Top five times you looked at someone and went, I want to be him. Who's starting today? Uh, I'll start today. Go on then, sexy pants. Um, Indiana Jones. Uh, when um, Pat Bomber Roach... Um, oh, incredible. Pulls out the sword, does all the fucking... Mm. It's not Pat Roach. That's, no, he's no. the airplane pilot. He's the airplane pilot. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, when um, when the guy pulls out the, the the big sword and just starts spinning it around, and the whole crowd's like whooping at his, his swordsmanship, uh, and Indy just fucking pulls out a, a, a six shooter and just fucking and just kills pops him. Pops him one, doesn't he? Absolutely, yeah. yeah it's classic. Um, is it a falchion he's using or a scabbard? Don't know what type of sword. Swords. If you're listening, tweeting. Um, <laughs> do you know why what do you he did call that? them big sort of like? It, it, it's like that's a, what I just I mean, said to you. It's almost like showing a dog a card trick now. I named two swords and you just didn't even 
bat an eyelid. He's a scabber. He's a scabber. Oh, no, that's the thing you put a sword in, isn't it? Yeah, you fucking idiot. Scimitar. Sorry, is a scimitar a sword? I think a scimitar It's it's in in Cairo, isn't it? So it's an Egyptian, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Scimitar sword. Let me have a little look at that. That's what we do on this podcast. We Google shit. It looks like a scimitar. No, you Google it because you got it wrong. No, I've done it. I've done it. It's a scimitar. I think it's a scimitar. Arabian sword. Yeah, it doesn't half look like what it is. Sort of thing that you see like Sinbad fucking... Exactly. Yeah, total badass. Um, I think they cut better because of their shape. Who knows? Guesswork. That's, that's guesswork. That's such guesswork. guesswork. Why would that cut better because of its shape? Oh, because curves Why? curves cut better than straight edges. Oh, yeah. Every time I'm putting at me cutlery to have me fucking dinner, I always put out the curved knives. They're much better. Every knife you own is curved, you helmet. Go right at look. the very tip. Not yes. like a scabbard. It's no, not, oh, like, right, not like a right-angled fucking knife. Yeah, not knife, like that. But then, the jo- you know, the job is slightly... You're not trying to... When, you, when you're dinner, you're not eating humans, are you? You're just eating well, a bit of fucking... arguably. <laughs> you look like vegan. Fuck, you look like an ogre. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Indiana I mean, what, Jones... What are we talking a about? <laughs> just like screaming at each other. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Oh, uh, wow. I mean, like, who didn't want to be Indiana Jones? And if you didn't want to be Indiana Jones, you'd be, ha- like, Han Solo. And, and guess yep. what? Harrison Ford got to be both. Or Deckard yep. from, from Blade Runner. He's he's just he's just the coolest man in the world. He, he? Uh, like, I mean, We've discussed Blade Runner and how I thought it was boring. Um, and But it was good at Secret Cinema. But he's fucking handsome in that film yeah he's good looking bloke. like different level handsome mm-hmm. now you just think if you 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 look like that and you're Han Solo and you're Indiana Jones mm. yeah you're going to you, be having a lot of fun with your dinkle let me tell you about your number five and you probably already know this but one of your coolest moments is a moment when Harrison Ford actually just had the shits so he, there was a fight scene planned for that scene, and Harrison Ford was literally like, <laughs> "George, listen, there's gonna be a, <laughs> there's gonna be a really muddy puddle in the back of my trousers if we try and do this fight scene today. I've got the squits." And he was like, "Okay." So he said, "Why don't I just shoot him?" It's like brilliant. So yeah, Harrison Ford. That's how he styles out the shits. Do you know how I style out the shits? I don't. I just shit my pants in public. What's your number five? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Watch um, right, when uh, Tommy Lee Jones met Pamela Anderson. Listen, I'm not saying I like the Motley Crew um, music. Clearly, not, you don't. Because they're not called the Motley Crew. Well, no, and, and his Motley name's Crew. like Tommy Lee Jones. What is it? Tommy Lee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. Oh, textbook glassing. <laughs> name name confusion. Oh, they're all the same. Listen, he'd answer to that. If we're yeah, in a pub, I was like, Tommy Lee Jones, come over here. Oh, yeah. Jonesy, Jones, oh, let me, Jonesy. Let's have a look at your dick. <laughs> Just the tip. Boing. Um. So I was a big fan of Pan Ranison, not going to lie. Uh, me and Molly were watching uh, My Mad Fat Diary last night. Wicked, wicked TV show from 2005, something like that. Mm. All about 1996 uh, music and that. Anyway, in one of the kids' bedrooms was just surrounded with Pamela Anderson uh, posters. I had that one. I had that one. Obviously, as a sticky teenager, uh, Pamela Anderson um, was kind of like the apex, um, sort of like bombshell at the time. Kind of was the person who turned my hormones on. And then when Tommy Lee married her, I was just like, oh my Lord, you lucky man. Like, what a treat. And I've never seen, you know, obviously she did. they did that Rudy video and stuff. I've never watched any of that. Oh, really? No, I've never watched it. I just... I it, just it's, it's actually quite sweet. I thought you... <laughs> Only on a hardcore listing would we start refer, refer, referencing um, homemade sex videos as, as It's, it's actually quite sweet. He's oh. just driving a boat with his massive dong out and like... And she just keeps telling him, like, that she loves him. It's really oh. quite lovely. And then, obviously, like, you know, they have it off. Well, if, and, you, uh, love, if you love me, you better show me. <laughs> I mean, don't speak like that. Oh, and okay. It's just, yeah. it's just my relationship. So I was lucky to have got Tommy Lee Jones on, yeah. off the beaten track. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's the only time in, in all the years that, you know, we've all been doing podcasts that I got sent something in advance that yeah. I had to sign. Right. To say I wouldn't mention Oh yeah that, right. That experience. Yeah, that, yeah. that that video and stuff like that. Like it was the only time that I was told I weren't allowed to mention Pamela oh, Anderson. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And there's, it, and there's a lot probably around those guys, isn't there? Oh uh, God, yeah. And, and Distraction Pieces uh network listeners, go check out um uh, Roy Kenton, a.k.a. Brett Goldstein, talking to Pamela Anderson. He had, he had Pamela Anderson, oh, didn't really? he? Oh, really? No, shit, I, I want to be... No, yeah. it wasn't. That's an absolute lie. Absolute lie. It was Sharon Stone. My bad. He to, talked to Sharon Stone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think I just went a bit blind for that was, uh, 90s yeah. hot blonde women. That was the only time I wanted to be the geezer from Jurassic Park who gets eaten by the spitter, because he's the guy sat opposite her in basic instinct when she opens her legs i'm, I'm pretty certain it yeah i'm pretty certain the actual cast didn't get to have a look at her chuff but um i just pretend that i do and, and I'd, i would want to be that guy or that seat yeah um, welcome I think, to I think, I think they brought in a cunt double <laughs> 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 
welcome to uh, Chris Bassin in 1994. I'm obviously regressing back to a um, sticky teenager. But yes, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, um, Marion Pamela Anderson is my number five. What is your number there, my friend? Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Fucking hell. Who is Tommy Lee Jones? Is that the actor? The actor. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm going to watch. Uh, I'm going to the O2 this evening to watch oh. New Order. Oh, and uh, and I think I would like to have been, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, predominant songwriter uh, Bernard Sumner. Mm. Uh, you know, after circa uh, well, oh, early eighties, after mm. uh, Joy Division. You know, Ian Curtis takes his life, and so. Oh, what are we going to do? Right, well, let's let's mess around with these synthesizers and let's see what we can do. And then at some point, he clicked the word save and save Blue Monday. <laughs> I'd like to have been him at that point. <laughs> I'd like to think, right, my band that was going to be the biggest band in the world is no more. Where can I go with it now? I'll have to start another band and then you make... Blue Monday, mm. which goes on to be the biggest selling 12-inch record of all time. Mm. Uh, and it still sounds insanely mm. incredible every time you hear that record. Mm. Uh, there's loads. I'd like to have, you know, I'd like to have been John Lennon when he just fucking got up from the piano still after writing Imagine, you know, and just thinking, yeah, I reckon that's got legs, that one. <laughs> like, you know, there's a, a gazillion songwriters I'd like to have been that just thought, oh, yeah. But it was only the fact that I'm going to see New Order this evening that made me just think, what an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. And, and and you can say the same for, for Grohl, you know, you, mm. you, you're in one Absolutely, band man. and then all of a sudden you then start another band and become the other biggest band in the world. Like It's, it's a bit mad, isn't it? And and, and to be to go like and, and also like to go from like this insanely good drummer as well, mm. like to actually being a, a, a wicked front man. Yeah, a great voice, very talented on the guitar. Absolute um, rock god. Writing bangers. Um, I heard Hero on the radio the other day, and I that's was like, my favourite. That, that one. Yeah, it took me right back. That did. Like mm. you know, um, yeah, it's just a, ta- a talented guy. You watch him play the drums for um, another great rock band, Queens of the Stone Age, and um, mm. you just think, you got anything to say there? Do you want to fight? Um, yeah, it just. I, think, I, wow, I don't, what, but what I'm, I do. I'm sure Josh Homme always wants wants to scrap. <laughs> With cameramen, I still haven't looked that up. I refuse to believe it. I think that's, um, I think that's a lie. I don't think um, it was a cameraman. I think it was a camera person. Oh. <laughs> was sure. it a woman or? It was a woman. Oh, was it? Okay. All right. Okay. Um, right. Okay. So, is it my number four now? Uh, yeah. Boy. Have you got anything you want to add to Sumner? No, I just want to hear you get another name wrong. <laughs> I, I literally could. Right, this is this is going back to school. Sean Vallely, when he bought his Reebok pump, Twilights. I've never wanted to be another human being more in my life, really. That lad, he was, Sean's, um, he was only a few lived a few doors down t- uh, at me in Botellas. Obviously, the cool the cool part of the uh, the neighbourhood, very well known for it. Me and Sean, it was difficult, and his brother Greg, fucking hell, we were really quite cool, and. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just think, two, two doors down from Sean and his Reebok Pump Twilights, there was me trying to glue some orcs together from the Games Workshop in my me, in me garage. Um, basically, Sean had a set of these uh, these Reebok Pumps and he'd come into school with them and it was like staring into the future. It was basically looking at like 
Gucci himself. Like it was like that. Like, there was we all gathered round his feet, and he was just sat in class. And ev- there was about five of us. No, there was more than five of us gathered round his feet, asking permission to touch his trainers. And and that's like that's quite something, isn't it? That's well, a these ones where you had the little pump in the yeah, tongue. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And you could pump it up and release it. And they just looked like fucking incredible. And I just was like, oh, Sean, you are really are the coolest dude in town. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. Started dating him for a little bit in college. Weren't all that. Weren't Get all to that wear his trainers. Uh, yeah, I did. I stuck them on once. Um, he didn't know we were dating. Um, but I would sneak into his house and try his trainers on. Uh, yeah, I just thought, well, just that moment of just being like, wow, that kid is like, he is a cool dad. He was very, he was a nice lad, Sean, but he was also super witty as well. He wasn't like one of these people who had a sharp tongue and was fucking ripping people to pieces at school. He was just very witty and cool. And um, I had a ponytail, a really good ponytail. Basically, uh, yeah, I love Sean Valelli. Sean, if you're listening, um, you know, let's let's make it happen. Let's make it happen, mate. He's got oh. a wife and kids now. He's very happy. I'm very happy, but I, I'm sure we can ruffle a few feathers for do what's right. I was too old for to be impressed by the the pump things. I think my brother had them, yeah. And like, and I just thought they looked good, but I just thought the actual. What do you like, like the, fur boots? What was yours when you were young? Was it big fur boot mammoth boots? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, no, it was Roman Sandals. Sorry, mate. Uh, you're, you're, you're younger than it. it was Roman sandals, wasn't it? It was. It was. Yeah, yeah the sandal had evolved. Mm. Um, no, I. Uh, I remember, like, the actual concept of them was brilliant. Like the mm. fact that you. But, uh, do you need to be fucking around with stuff on your feet, like pumping stuff up? You don't, do you? It served no purpose. It was like I think that was kind of like the you know we're starting really getting into consumer culture at that point like Nike was yeah. like well Reebok all those brands were like I fucking we are onto something here man we can go out to China we can make whatever we want and now we're like what's going to sell more let's tell people that you need a little bit of air at the front of your foot between your tongue and and your laces of course you don't need that there's no way on earth that that is necessary but, you know, drinking my own urine is not necessary, Stu, but I do it because I like the taste. Horses for courses. Exactly, Horses for courses, mate. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, what is it? My number? Your number three. three. Yes, it's yeah. your three. Um, uh, well, there's a multitude of these, uh, but a bully beatdown. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose. There's two that I'd like to highlight that I presume everybody's seen. Oof. Now, one's in America, and yeah. it's like a sort of uh, <laughs> a, 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 tub, a tubby kid. Yeah. That's just kind of looks mm. like he's kind of walking from class to class. Yeah. 
and some little oh shit my bag Lord, yeah. puts it on him and yeah. he just picks him up and slams him on the floor and it looks like there's a few broken bones that left the wrong way. That little runs yeah. off like he's he, he runs off like he's like a, like a little small dog has been kicked by a grown adult, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and I just thought, right now, mate, I I, I want to be you. Yeah. You're an absolute fucking god amongst men. Uh, and the other one is um, shout out to uh, uh, our new sponsor, but um, is uh, it, it, it's uh, it's somebody that uh, shows the uh, the power of uh, karate. Oh. Uh, and it looks like I think it's somewhere up north. Uh, and he's standing on his front doorstep. And some absolute fucking peelback. <laughs> he's just keeps slamming his like his garden gate and walking up. He keeps kicking his like and pushing his dustbin about. Yeah, yeah. And he's in this guy's face. And he's just being an absolute penis. Uh, and this guy's... Just keep sort of motioning. I don't want any respect. Trouble. Absolute, yeah. Go trying, away. trying to pacify this bloke. Yeah, absolutely. And then you see him kind of take a sort of loose stance, and and you can tell he's he's, he's finding his range a little bit mm-hmm. whilst kind of like open handed, mm-hmm. sort of like quite passive. Yeah. And then the guy and he just bomb, just clips him in one shot, and the guy's legs go. And yeah. he's like zigzagging down the garden, out, and what past the gate like a coward, absolutely. But he coward. shuts the gate, which is the best <laughs> bit. He shuts the gate, and there's also loads of like teenagers there filming him uh, that yeah. are just laughing at him yeah. as he then kind of just zigzags across the road. But the fact that he learnt enough of a lesson to shut the gate <laughs> on the way out, I thought was marvellous. It's a Giyakazuki. Uh, I think it's a reverse punch, and he just catches him with, and the guy's just yeah. like doesn't want any of it. Um, I think um, oh that's that is that's my number one favourite. There's another one in America with a lad who does a spinning kick on this bully, which is just like it's straight out of like um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It's like because obviously in this world everyone's got phones. You're gonna you're gonna see these insane things happen in in this bigger population, and this lad just does this spinning kick and just absolutely like knocks this lad flying, and you just think yeah. You deserved that. You deserved every part of that lad's heel. If right you rotter. manage to just now that sweet, sweet hybrid <laughs> spot of vengeance and justice. Yeah. <laughs> fucking great, isn't it? I, 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 I honestly think uh, 50% of films are written about that. That one <laughs> moment that, you, you know, that you, you want to yeah. see that cathartic, like, yeah. You fucking deserved that, man. Like you yep. were really asking for it, and and violence isn't the, it isn't the solution in most. Oh, 99%. sometimes it delivers like a motherfucker. But, but the amount of times I've had people just saying, just losing their shit, uh, me or the door staff or staff members of staff, and we, you know, we're not allowed to do anything. We have to just kind of do everything, you know, by the by the law. But then sometimes you see them just carry on walking down the street, just giving it to random people and then you just when you get that moment where one of them just goes do what bosh <laughs> and you just think oh that's good that is that's lovely to see and i'm not i'm not a big fan no of violence, no you're not you're but not, yeah. when when you do see someone just being a horrible horrible person yeah and then they just get it put back on them yeah it's a lovely little moment yes, absolutely yeah exactly bit of a rough yeah, justice so, for d- you a bully beat down from really hard bullies to um, really hard dinkles. Yeah, um, back to my, uh, my number three is um, 
So a couple of years ago, it was a Warhammer convention. Uh, I managed to uh, treat my cousin to buying her a ticket. Because um, there was a specialist game that we oh, played. Fa- oh, thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Wicked. to Robin. Uh, no, Hello, uh, Robin. Poor, poor Robin dragged her down. No, we had a w- wicked time and she had some yeah. like hotel miles or something like that so we could book a hotel. We had a lovely time. But I remember so desperate to get in to this convention that I basically, you know, bless her, she'd been out like raving it up the night before and was like, mate, I've got someone staying over and it's going to be quite a late messy one. And I was like, cool. Well, I'll see you at 8am. <laughs> She's like... Mate, please don't do that to me. Anyway, I got her, dragged her out of her house about as soon as I could that morning. Tried every possible means to not go. <laughs> she had COVID, but this was about five years ago. So, <laughs> And she and, and I sped down there. I think I got three points. This is how excited I was about this convention, this Warhammer convention. Right, It was the last Horus Heresy weekender. No one understands what I'm talking about, probably. And uh, Slow down, slow down. What was it called? The Horus Heresy. It's a, it's a it's a it's a board game. Yes, I, don't, I don't want a description. Just want to know what it's called. Right, Horus Heresy, and um, it was the weekender. You get to meet all the people who di- like the games designers. They design the wow. models. My favorite, my favorite faction was being released, and the and they were going to let you buy the main model of the faint, main faction. A guy called Sanguinius, big fan. Um, and basically, shout out, shout out, Sanguinius. There, um, R.I.P. And basically. We went there and then we did this this big chat and there was a guy up there and he was about my age and he was one of the main game designers. Wow. And, cool and I was just like, Stu, I tell you, I was like, I'd fucking give anything, <laughs> give anything to have his job. Like, I really would. And um, I have, um, I've applied for jobs at Warhammer uh, about three times now. And I do... Do you know f- what your application for Warhammer is? It's like when you went to the Alien experience uh, at the Trocadero or wherever it was. Uh, was it Alien? Or, or yeah, no, Predator? it was Alien War, wasn't it? Alien yeah, War. where you went so often, they were like, like, watch this fucking <laughs> This kid's so thirsty for this. Right. Like, he's here every week. I, but that's what you are. You, I think, you've recreated that now at Warhammer HQ. I think I've been blacklisted from any application from my first application. So my first application, instead of sending them, <laughs> this is like 10 years ago, Instead of sending them a CV, I sent them a pro- character profile like you'd have in one of their games books of myself. <laughs> and I'd photoshopped my face onto one of the characters and written my CV as a profile in this so thing. That is quite good. Well, I was basically, at this point, Games Workshop were in a lot of trouble and um, they were about to hire a new um, CEO. And I was like, look, let me come on. And, oh, and sorry. You, that, that was no, the no, role no. you went for. No, 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 no. I was I've saying, this, lads. can I come and help with um, some of your business plan and strategy? This is my background, I think. And literally about five of the things that I didn't say, I didn't say them on my application, but five of the things they've re, like, introduced in the last six years are part of the strategies I wrote. There's two things I haven't done. But yeah, basically, I think they looked at that uh, thing and went, do not, do not even give this guy an interview. Mm. Um, and yeah, so when I saw this lad at this Horace Heresy weekender, I was just like, oh man, I would, I would kill, I would kill to, to get to write some of the rules and play test it and all that stuff. Exciting things, mate, as I'm sure you can understand. Mm. Yeah. 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 You got any Warhammer hookups? No. 
you're fucking useless. Just no Chuck D. Right, coming in. What's your number two? Um, Tyson Fury. Okay, now, interesting. Uh, Tyson Fury said some yes, re- a lot of stuff that yeah, I don't yeah. agree with. Yeah, I concur. Uh, yeah. And uh, he's apologised for stuff. He's obviously done countless kind of work for mm-hmm. for mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm 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 not a huge Tyson Fury fan at all. Mm-hmm. However, you just want to be him though. However, my number two is Hitler, but I'll explain that in a minute. Just joking. When, Sorry, carry on. When um, when uh, Deontay Wilder in the first fight, <laughs> yeah, knocked him out. Oh wow, yeah, not down, out, <laughs> and he got up, <laughs> and not only got up, got up and put it on him. Yeah. And he got up like The Undertaker as well, didn't he? It was like WWE again. It was like nothing I'd ever mm. seen. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, as, you know, we're all big fans of combat sports and we've seen thousands and thousands of KOs. And when somebody gets hit that hard by someone like Deontay Wilder mm. and you go down like that, mm. you never get up. You know, yeah. obviously you, you do get up at some point, but you are never going to make a 10 can, yeah. let alone be able to stand up and fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just got up yeah. and then went looking for it himself. Yeah. And I remember just thinking, you're something completely different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This, like, where does that come from? That's not something you can train. No. That, that's like something that's just inside you. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, like, it was like something from a Rocky film or some kind of superhero film where... You know, people do take the most ridiculously big shots and uh, and, and manage to get up and win. He done that for yeah. real, uh, and I've watched that knockout so knocked down so many times, and I still just think, how did he do that? Uh, how did he get up? Like Wilder's arguably one of the biggest, most it's, devastating he's, punches he's got the in hardest, boxing. He's got the hardest punch in boxing, surely in history. I think it's probably mm. it's probably fair to uh, say. Uh, guesswork, I'm imagining there, um, but. Uh, yeah, I tell you, did have at one point the hardest punch in boxing uh, was Frank Bruno. Yeah, I can believe that. Right, um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, uh, for that brief moment, I just thought I'd quite like to be you right now. You yeah. have literally defied fucking science with what you've just done there. Absolutely, you go from back from his very for like his recovery from mental health when he did one of his first. I remember seeing it, his first runs. And he was like, I'm coming back, I'm coming back for Deontay Wilder. That whole thing is is very inspirational and good on him for that. And that's not, you know Yeah, he has said he has said some stuff there and uh you know, people everyone has their own opinions, especially when you have serious religious opinions as well. It can be can cause conflict and uh, differences of opinion. But what, what he's done I don't think I think I believe people are multifaceted. I, I, this notion of good and evil in human beings, I, I think it's tiresome. Um, I think that um, you know he has done some really wonderful things, um, mm. and and that his attitude and his ability in boxing, very awkward boxer. But I mean, yeah, and that last fight, fucking hell, incredible, I, really I, was. I, I think there's a, a big chance that he's going to go on to be one of the, if not already, one of the, the greatest heavyweights of all time. Yeah. Um. I I don't know who's going to beat him. There's certainly no. no one out there at the moment that's no, going to beat him. No, I don't think so. Uh, not not by any different than someone having a a ch- a as they say a puncher's chance. But mm. yeah, no, I I completely agree, mate. Yeah, good shout, man. Good shout. 
Do you want my number two? Yep. Michaela Cole. Um, I watched her show, I May Destroy You. I've got to put a caveat in there as well, because uh, if, if you guys haven't seen Michaela Cole, she also wrote, I think it was a, TV, a show called Chewing Gum that I've yet to watch. It's great, Chewing Gum. Really yeah. Funny. And um, but, So I've only watched I May Destroy You, and I just thought it was beyond the power brilliant. Like, I think it's witty. I think it's written with narratives that are interesting, that are different, that are not boring. I haven't seen it all before. Um, I think even the manner in which it's edited and acted, I, I think it's all of those things. It all felt fresh and new and brilliantly written. And fucking, she's very, very, very funny. And she's just got a wicked personality. I bet she's a laugh, Michaela Cole. And um, I must say, after watching that, I mean, the, the caveat is, if, if you know the subject matter of I May Destroy You, I don't think anything in life doesn't come sometimes um, without a, a terrible price to pay. And, and I think some of that's based on, on some of her true life experiences, which is fucking awful. And of course, I'm not trying to say, oh, that doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I just think when I saw that, in terms of her writing ability, and opportunity that she's managed to work hard to get, I was like, fuck, I would love to be that person. Like, she she really was, just blew me away. It absolutely blew me away. Um, and I thought that for a long time. I think she's an absolute ledge. Um, more recently, uh, Jamie Demetrio, who wrote Staff Let's Flats. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching that. Have you watched it yet, Stu? I've Staff not watched the new series yet. Oh, fucking hell, it's brilliant. Uh, I think we finished it last night. Uh, at one point, me and Molly were crying in the f- uh, in one of the episodes, crying because it was just be- it was beautiful and also just textbook humour, textbook funny, like really great Brit, well written sort of like UK indie humour um, that manages to be both not be abstract because it's not supposed to be set up as abstract humor in a way, but yet is because how he's written the characters and those characters have got so much death and, and how they're acted and casted is fucking brilliant. And so again, I could say the same for Jamie Dimitri. What a talent man. Um, and well, yeah, that, that literally segues perfectly into my number one. Oh, amazing. Cool. So, um, mine is, uh, is, is, uh, one of the most emotional, uh, and, brilliant moments in incredible British comedy and it's a it's a character that at no given point would you ever want to be nobody would ever want to be David Brent (laughs) nobody would in a million years want to be David Brent until he (laughs) says to Chris Finch Finchie why don't you fuck off (laughs) and right at the very end where he tells Finchie to fuck off and you just see that different element of his character where he's just been pushed enough yeah and he just bites back and i guess it goes back to that kind of bully beat down yeah, thing absolutely uh and and yeah but just that moment where where yeah brent just tells finchie a fuck off because he's in awe of chris finch yeah, he? yeah, he's his absolute hero yeah, and yeah. finchie's just an absolute tosser to him constantly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then well i mean finch is just a bit of a shit in life, yeah. isn't it? he he's a he's he's just a, a cliche. He's a cliche. Oh yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's a cliche of sort of like lad culture platitudes, isn't he, Finch? Yeah. And and he runs he steamrolls through his life being that cliche. And they yeah. are out there and they hurt people all fucking day long. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the fact that the person that sacked him and the person that took his job at Wernham Hog 
he's now mates with Finchie, and they're both there together. And like, and everything that Brent wants has been taken from him. And that you know, he finally meets this beautiful woman, and he just gets that little sign off where he tells him to fuck off in front of like uh, the the new boss. And they both have literally just got like faces like they've just fucking sucked on a lemon and don't know what to fucking do about it. And it's like, yeah, it's just brilliant, it poignant, is. and just yeah, justice fucking served. Love it. Oh, overcoming, you sort of like, yeah. I, I always find that amazing in, in TV when someone overcomes something that you can see that they're struggling mm. with or that someone's being a shit to them. It's a lovely and you'd never one. in a million years say, oh, oh, I'd like to be David Brent. But for that split second, 100%. Uh, that's very cute. Uh, so my number one is, uh, I'm going to get his name wrong because I haven't really looked it back up. Brilliant. This is classic. Uh, Brandon Boyd from the lead singer of Incubus. He's that, I do believe that is his name. Oh, right, okay. Thank fucking God for that. So, like, I was obsessed with Incubus when I was, like, between the ages of, say, like, 18 and 21. I was obsessed. I think they were super talented lads for their age as well. They're about my age, a little bit older, but what they were making was just fucking in- insanely talented. His lyrics and his work, his songs were so good and intelligent. Um and then we went to see him at, oh, I don't know where it was in London, um, uh, a story or two. I'm just going to pick one out of the blue. I don't I don't even think it was there. Um, and I remember being in the crowd and he's watching him and he just had like this really wicked, like he's got this really wicked Arabic tattoo here that's in red. It was in that new metal era that, um, that me and Pip were sort of like part of. And uh, he was singing. I think it was Wish. So you when, you, when you say part of, you mean you you enjoyed it? Oh yeah, we you loved just it. made out that you was on the road with Limp Biscuit no, then listen, in, in listen. yours and Pip's fucking new metal band. Pip had a fucking barnet like Alien Ant Farm, and I imagine you thought you was Fred Durst. I had my hair dyed red. I didn't even have red trucker cap. I dyed it red, mate. Tongue pierced, yellow <laughs> tracksuit top, looked all right. And can you imagine pasty, like drug addled human being? And, um, yeah, I think, so I did actually, yeah, I was part of the new metal scene. And um, <laughs> I was probably its spirit animal. And, um, yeah, I, yeah, I remember watching him sing, and I think he was singing I Miss You. And this gig was like, I, I think I've only ever seen him once. I think it was that one time. It was fucking insane. It was brilliant. Uh, my best mate, Jay, went. Uh, like, we split up because we started crowd surfing almost immediately. And then I didn't see him for the whole of the gig, at which point... <clears throat> Because that was a time when you weren't really using mobile phones. I remember getting outside and see, seeing, like, where the fuck were you? He said, oh, I got near the front, you know, on the, uh, <laughs> you know, right near the front of the row. And he said, and then I just threw up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? He said, I threw up all over myself. And then, I like, you know, I think he had his hoodie on, but I think, like, Jay was a good-looking lad. He used to wear a lot, a lot of white vests because he was quite, like, stacked. And uh, he was like, he didn't have a top on underneath it because the sick covered vest was now in the bin. And I was like, oh, yeah, you do smell a bit. And he was like, yeah, I threw up. And um, basically the security pulled me over the fucking fence thing, took me to the corner. I was like, I'm covered in sick. Can you help me? And he said, someone gave me a napkin that big. (laughs) And then told him to fuck off. (laughs) 
so oh, so like in one moment I was looking at the bloke I absolutely idolised um, this handsome man all these girls screaming at him and talented like he was t- he was literally the apex of everything I'd want to be and uh, and and in that same in that same room was the person I'd want to be the least which was my best mate at the gig he's been desperate to watch for years covered in sick and <laughs> thrown out. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, there's there's, there's 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 definitely been like yeah pop stars you know that I've looked at and just thought oh I wish I was you like because they're that's what pop stars are meant to mm. give that vibe aren't they you're meant to want to be like mm. your favourite pop stars you mm. know that's why I don't know what the lead singer's name is Alien Ant Farm was but you know it's great that Pip aspired to be him that Pip wanted to you know. Be that guy in Alien Ant Farm. Yeah, he backed Have him. that haircut, you know. <sighs> Absolutely. You know? But, I mean, back in your day, it's w- I mean, thankfully, Pip only wanted to be him. Back in your day, didn't you want to be Gary Glitter? It's a drunken soiree in the within. <laughs> Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast.